This is a podcast from Rover. This podcast definitely contains pretty full-on and honest sharing of all the juicy details of what a sexologist in training gets up to. In the butt. <laughs> so, if you're easily shocked, grossed out, or just don't want that stuff in your ears, yes. let that one simmer, bitches. <laughs> then check out another podcast from Rover. Then turn this off and have a wee lie down instead. The Trainee Sexologist. Two mates, one mum, and a lot of firsts. Kia ora, everybody. Welcome along to the Trainee Sexologist. My name is Sharon Casey, and this is my beautiful best friend, no. Morgan Penn, who has left her job after 15 years in radio to become a sexologist. Oh, good day there. We haven't seen each other for two weeks. This is the first time we've seen each other, and I've been purposely not uh, speaking to you since oh. you walked into the room. Well, like, not with too much detail. I've been a bad friend not inquiring about your trip. I wonder what was going on. Because you've been gone for two weeks, and I wanted to get all the juicy deets for the podcast. Oh. Um, you've been gone to Byron Bay for your sex camp. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Because the last time that we talked to you, you were really upset. I'm terrified. Like, wow. Yeah, it's all coming up. Um, yeah, I've been waiting for this. It's been like two months of like doing all my work here, but remotely. But now it's real. And I just know that I need to do that as well. And it's really hard. This is before. How are you feeling after? Oh, I, I'm on cloud nine. But I also think I'm just starting to process it. Like, it was so intensive and it was so full on. It was incredible. It was terrifying. Um, it was confronting. It was juicy. It was pleasurable. I've learned so much new things about my body and what gets me going. And I experienced some naughty things. What were the naughty and- things? <laughs> um, what were the naughty things? Of, uh, I got my first flogging. What? Like, know? flogging is that the one when they, like, Spank you? Yes. So how, why were you getting spanked? Like this oh. sounds like a this sounds like an extracurricular activity, or were it you being? Was. It was. So I guess that's the thing. Like all these people were such like lots of people that have been in the sex world, sex positive world for a long time. Yeah. And are, really know their own sexuality and know what their fetishes are. So there was somebody there that brought um, like needles and things for piercing that people get off on being pissed. You know how people wow. get um, yeah, oh, yeah, the hooks, hooks yeah. and stuff on their bodies? Um, and obviously, like, whipping and flogging is a big part. And so I just thought... So you just go to their hotel room and get flogged? N- no. So there was always, like, we, we were on a kind of a compound, like a big retreat area. Yeah. And everyone had their own little rooms nestled in the bush. And then there'd be, like, the big communal place where we, it was our classroom and we would like do school everything camp. together. Exactly. And so... Yeah, extracurricular stuff sort of happened in there late at night. So like a massive orgy. Kind of. (laughs) So, okay, three questions that I want to know. One, did anyone have sex? Oh, my God, who did you... When you say anyone... Hang on, no, oh, my God, we've gotten so deep so quick. Did you have sex with anyone? Do you mind if I take off my top? I'm really hot. No, you're just gonna wear your bra. Yes. Okay. It's well. Okay. Oh, it's just that like it was a close optional space when I was there, and so I've gotten used to like being okay. nude most of the time, and I'm really flushing up. Okay. You, now uh, I feel bright red flushed, oh and you and you got like a very lacy bra on, also making me remember what boobs were like before breastfeeding. Way better than what mine are now. <laughs> Should I take my top off? Yes. Can if you're you? taking your top off, yes, I would feel so much better. Oh my god. Yes. This is so liberating. Oh God, I don't know if good. I should though because my boobs aren't as impressive as oh yours. Oh my God, they're gorgeous. I haven't That's seen them in sake. ages. It's been a long winter, hasn't okay. it? Okay. <laughs> so Morgan has made us do the podcast day in our bras because we are accepting our bodies. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, so 
Did you? Because that was the one thing that Graf, your... Are we calling him your boyfriend? No. Okay, your f- man friend was worried about that you were going to have sex with other people. So did you have sex with anyone? No, I didn't. You looked sex. down when I said that. Oh, fuck, I haven't talked. Did you do anything that would be upsetting? Like anything that he was worried about? Yes. Oh, Morgan. I. But do you know what? The thing is that I had to explore my pleasure over there. I had to. And... It does feel bad talking about this because I haven't talked to Gruff about it because he picked me up from the airport and we literally just reconnected and went home. And boned. And boned. boned. Um, And then he had to leave early this morning. So that is our conversation that we will have. So what did you do? Um, There was one night we'd had this beautiful like ritual and then it wrapped up and the facilitators and the teachers left the room but everybody else was still there. And um, I sort of was going inward and I was lying there myself, just like totally having a like nice meditating. time. Meditating. And then I looked up and there was like what we'd call like a cuddle puddle where people were just like kind of rolling around and touching each other and cuddling. And, you know. Wait, what? <laughs> I hadn't heard of a cuddle puddle either. Okay? So what is it when you're just like rolling around wrestling each other? Not wrestling. You're like lovingly touching. So you're basically everything. You're finger banging each other without kissing. Uh, no, no, no. Fin- well, I don't know what was happening. In so you're just like rubbing each other's bits, like dry humping. No, it's more like little, like gentle caresses and um, you know, neck kisses and. Okay, I feel like I need to put my top back on, or are we gonna end up in a cuddle puddle? No, no, no. You're safe. You're on the other side of the desk from me. Okay, so everyone's but, touching. Okay. Yeah, they're all touching each other, and I'm thinking, Jesus, I did not expect things to escalate like that. It's oh, like, you're at sex camp. Yeah. Well, and then I look over, and this guy uh, does the come hither finger at me. Is he the tutor? No, the okay. tutor's gone. The tutor's gone. Okay, one of the other students, and I got such a fright that I like whoop, lay back down real quick and shut my eyes. Like, okay, I'm in my own world. In my own world. In my own world. Next minute, he crawled but- over. What? <laughs> Okay, so this guy's prowls over. Yes, and then because it's about consent, like this is everything we've been learning about, no matter what you do, you have to ask. And he's like, can I please finger bang you? No way. He said, can I touch you? And I said, yes. And so he just like was stroking. So are you like 40 Days, 40 Nights, the Josh Hartnett movie when he gives her an orgasm with an orchid? Oh my God, that was such a hot movie. Such a hot movie. Such a girl crush. Throwback for all the old people that listen to the podcast. Yes. Um... One thing that I learned about myself, which I forgot about, but I remember it so vividly from when I was young, before I was having penetrative sex, when you just dry hump all day, was my ear. I fucking love having my ear eaten out. <laughs> is that the right thing to say? Like, it is so hot. Heavy breathing, kissing on the ear, down the neck. That's pretty much what this guy did. For He ate out your ear and your neck? Yes. And then... And did you orgasm from that? Yeah. It was what like, the fuck? It was like you a, orgasm from someone munching well, out your ear. Okay, so I've got a new perception of like an a, a orgasm. You know, like my body had an orgasm in that moment. It wasn't like a like a uh, 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 orgasm. Okay, that sounded. Is that what you sound like when you orgasm? No, I don't think so. And if I do, I don't think I'd ever have a boyfriend ever again. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if you're gonna have a boyfriend after this. You just got your ear eaten out by a stranger. Okay, he he kissed me, 
after that and on the lips yes and that was like a pash yeah and that was the moment that I was like okay no more that's too far I I knew then that that was you know I had been exploring but that was my limit and so I called it there that was the end so because you're in an explosive relationship with Graf well we're not really that's the thing we have we have not said that we're exclusive have you said you're not though? Because he was saying on the podcast before we left that he was worried that you were going to cheat on him, which which sounds to me like he thinks you're exclusive. Look, uh, no, we have discussed that we're not. But if his concern was something like this happening, do you think this is going to be a deal breaker? Like where your job has like ruined your relationship? No, I think I think yeah, it might be a hard pill to swallow, but I think he'll understand. Right. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. I'm just saying from my perspective, if some if Bryce came home and told me that, I'd be like, boy, bye. Yeah. It was so interesting because at the time he was in Japan and I was thinking he's on a lad's trip. like Giving yourself excuses. Well, I was... <laughs> <laughs> giving yourself get out of jail free cards. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I was thinking... How would you feel if he did that Well, though? I'd be absolutely gutted. But what was interesting in my mind afterwards was like, it actually meant nothing to me except from just pleasure in my body so I was like well when I think about it like that it it would mean nothing and I would totally be fine with him doing that the thing that we've talked about not exclusivity is about prioritizing our sexual health with each other so that's like so does this mean if you go into a relationship mm. you're always going to be in an open relationship now where you can have meaningless sex with other people I don't know I've did so much learning about open relationships mm. there are so many people on my course doing that and it actually seems like an amazing way of life I don't know personally if I could do it yeah but I would be open to it because wow. I just don't know if that old school way of marriage and locking someone down mm-hmm. and, and being with one person for the rest of your life mm-hmm. sexually mm-hmm. I mean I, I think I always want a primary partner for babies yeah. and like support and all that kind of stuff but I don't know. Why not explore other things? I think also people look at marriage as be, like it's a gag that people say you're locked down to that person. I don't think it is like that. Like I feel mm. like you definitely do and have way better sex with somebody that you've been with for a long time because you're like so much more comfortable with them and you're like uh, I don't like without getting into too much detail because Bryce probably wouldn't want me to talk about it but I've definitely been done more stuff with him than I have with anybody else Mm. but that's because he makes me feel safer than anybody else you know what I mean and so I feel I can see both sides I would like I think everyone would like to have a dirty dance floor pash yeah with somebody but then it's also like I don't know. It's just not worth, like, that small... I feel like it's just such... Like, it's a big part of your relationship, but it's also the smallest part. So, like, that part to me, compared to all the other shit that you get within being in that relationship or that marriage, is just so much bigger than that. I agree. And that's the thing where it's like, do you do this... 10 minutes with somebody that could disrupt your entire world. That's what I don't understand about cheating. It's like, yeah. just go home. Either break up or do that freaky shit at home. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because it just, it's so amazing. Bryce and I always laugh about it. We're like, cheating is so much admin. And I know he's not an <laughs> admin guy, so I'm like, ooh, he better not. I personally couldn't do it because I've been cheated on and I know what it feels like when, you've ha- when you're with somebody that's having sex with somebody else. Yes. And what a m- embarrassing mind screw that is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I also would feel, I don't think I could have that connection with somebody else that I have with Bryce. Like, there's just nobody that could be as, like, I don't know. Yeah. 
I yeah. agree. And I feel like I don't know if I could do that either if I had had such a strong... I mean, remember, Gruff and I have only been together for like four and a half months. You know? Yeah. Like we're still figuring each other out. Yeah. It's early days. But when you've got that real safety, which you talk about with mm. someone where you've given your heart and you, your body... I don't know if I could then go out and do something yeah. physically with somebody else either. Oh, it'll be so interesting to find out if you do in the end. Because yeah. it's an, it's like a, it's really hard to explain and I hate being like that rom-com person. But it, and I, it wouldn't be that like this for everybody. But it's like even though that person, the, the person you kind of end up marrying or being in a long-term relationship with, it's like you love them more than anything and in this bizarrely crazy connection mm. but then oh god you can hate them just as much <laughs> as well like Bryce and I can definitely oh god we we have some good arguments but like the reason that you get through those arguments when they're a complete arsehole is because that indescribable monstrosity of a feeling is like just so massive yeah 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 that, yeah it's it's really weird yeah. so don't even be I, there's nothing wrong with being locked down in my opinion because it's Love like it. because it's just it's just like it, yeah it's indescribable Oh, I don't know. It's weird, that. and I love you guys together. So I totally, I get it. And he totally like, pisses me off sometimes. And everyone needs to improve themselves, like <laughs> I do. He does, but like, but yeah, he still it's weird. makes you so hot under the collar. You know, mm. it's awesome. Mm. I I wonder though, like for me, if you could have the option as of an open relationship. Yeah. For me, when I'm trying to like eat healthy and I have chocolate in the cupboard, I'm less likely to eat the chocolate just because I know I can have it, but I'm using my yeah. self-control. But if I really wanted, I can have it. I'm wondering, God, I don't know, but like if you had the option. I don't reckon I could. Yeah, okay. Because I, I, I don't know, but I think that's because I'm such an emotional person and I want to feel safe and I want that connection. Yeah, I don't reckon yeah. I could do it. Yeah. Bryce probably could. I think I'd get jealous as all hell. Oh my god, I'd kill a bitch. <laughs> I would I would go insane hunting down this person and like being like, ah! He's got herpes! Ah! He doesn't have herpes, but Which you know. Which isn't a bad thing that No, I'm not saying it is bad, but I'm just, you know, sort of say anything that'll freak her out. Right. You know. But people shouldn't be freaked out about STS, just well, you know what I mean, Morgan. I know. We but shouldn't be freaked out about them, but no. Also, we don't want them. No, we don't. That's why we, we have safe sex. That's right. Damn That's straight. Nice work, mate. Okay, so <laughs> you've had this ear thing. Yes. Okay, so you didn't have sex with anybody. No, no, no. Did you do anything to anyone else, or did you just have something done to you? I just had something done to me. I mean, I supported somebody through their flogging that they got. Oh yeah. So tell us about the flogging. Oh god, that was the same night. So is that an so flogging is that a thing that people orgasm from as well? Well, they can do. Did yeah. you? No, no, All no. Right. no. Um, and it was quite like for me that was like really pushing my boundaries. Yeah. Um, but I thought I'm in a safe place with experts on flogging. I may as well do it. So it was like a um a big like whip that was like uh, suede. Oh yeah, purple and black, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it just gave me like a safe word. Did a measure of like one to three. What does this feel like to you? Is that a one, two, or three? And then yeah, kind of. I was lying on my back. And, so where did they whip? Where did they whip you? Um, sort of around the bum, and then it turns out I was pussy whipped. Oh, uh, did you know that was a thing? I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I've heard it like, oh, you're pussy whipped, but I literally got pussy whipped. Wow, what did that feel like? It was hot. I need to put my top on. I'm getting cold. Oh, okay. I'm getting cold. I keep pulling my pants up higher. It's like being a wedgie. You are being total mum right now. Um, 
so what did that feel like? It felt tingly. It felt terrifying. It was the anticipation, which I loved, because it was like teasing, soft strokes, and then a whack. See, and there's also an art to flogging, because oh, I went totally. to a sex dungeon once uh, for a radio <laughs> thing. Yeah, we went to the sex dungeon. It was bizarre. Like, because okay. you don't have sex there. You just do all this... Real like guys go there and get like um surgical like get their foreskins opened up or get their dicks put in a like a chastity belt so that if oh they get a boner it's like really painful and oh. like you get put in cages and I got put up in this net and you did? it was like yeah they were showing it to me I was like it's like a you know those Chinese finger traps oh yeah so it's like a human one of those oh so you can't move and they're like whipping you it was bizarre oh, but I then um I got to whip our producer producer Dan <laughs> yeah and she the lady told me off because I whipped him too hard so he's like chained up to the thing and I was like. Whack! And That's she was like, girl. oh, God, no, way too hard, way too hard. Like, it was the only time she broke character of being, like, the sexy Tetris. She's like, too hard! It's very strange. So yeah. once you got there, because I was like, text me as soon as you get there, I need to know it's not a sex cult. Yes, you were. When did you get over your fear? Because there was things you were uncomfortable about doing. Did you do those things? I did. And I think it was just, like, getting there, being with the teachers, the safety that they created – all the pieces of the puzzle came together. Right. So, you know, there were times where I was like, I don't understand why I have to give an erotic massage to somebody that I'm not sexually involved with. Yeah. But now I get it. Like, yeah. I get why I would do that. And I guess I've got a deeper understanding of the work that I'm doing. So, you know, we're saying that it's the training sexologist. Mm. Mm. To become a sexologist, which I may end up doing in the future, which is sort of part of the puzzle that I'm doing for learning. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm studying sexological bodywork. Right. Which is another avenue off the sexologist. Mm-hmm. So this actually means that in, whilst I'm not I'm not just working with the brain, it's the integration of the body as well because the body's got so much wisdom. Like we've actually got brain matter in our heart and in our tummy. So you know yeah. when people say, well, what does your gut say? Yeah. There's actually brain matter making That's decisions. That's why you feel your anxiety in your tummy as well, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, so oh, God, my, bo- my husband's boss is walking past. <laughs> he would love it. Is he gone? Yeah, he's gone. Okay, good. No, he's, I just, he's lingering, lurking. It's really around. funny. Marty, the music guy, has walked past three times, oh. and he keeps looking in, like they're wearing their bras. I just, I just don't need Bryce's boss to see me in my bra. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that was a close dodge. Yeah, good one, mate. Yeah, lucky. Anyway, um, so so with that body work, it's me touching the body. It's one way touch. Right. And so I thought actually what might help people get their head around it is I've got a list of things of why people might come and see a sexological body worker. Yes. Because yeah? that's, that's what we've been wanting to know. We're like, yeah. why? Because we asked people, episode one, what did you think a sexologist was? And this is yeah. what they said. Um, a sexologist is someone who specialises in the art of sex. Um, somebody that is learning about sexuality. I presume is fantastic in the set. I don't know. Helping people with their sex lives. Oh, God, someone that um, digs into your head and finds out what you're sexually messed up by. I don't know. Finds out if you're a freak in the sheets or not. I don't know. <laughs> What is a sexologist? First and foremost, an educator. Mm-hmm. So educating um, clients that will come in for a range of things that I'll talk through and then using the body to, to, to tap into all that sort of stuff. So wow. that's where the healing comes from, with the body touch. So do they go, because I've seen it on TV where sexologists will go around to couples' houses and watch them have sex and stuff and then go, this is, start finger blasting her now, Rachel. Yeah, this is a little bit different. This right. is a little bit more from an educational perspective. So you almost like start right at the base level, like 
consent games, touching, learning your own pleasure first, yeah. um, anatomi- anatomical mapping of your genitals. Like if yeah. you don't actually know, so many people don't really know what those different parts are, what they can do, the, p- the potential of what we're actually packing. If that's what a sexologist is, yeah. why are they going to come and see you for it? Okay, so they might be experiencing painful sex. Mm-hmm. They may be... Which is super common. Yep. Coming too fast mainly for men mm-hmm. in our society, they say that. Um, erectile dif- difficulty, information, like am I normal? Yep. Literally lots of people don't know down there. Um, learning new pathways to arousal. If people have got low desire, uh-huh. like low, low, low libido, libido. Um, or a mismatch in desire, virgins. Oh, I know. Cute. Imagine that. Oh. Um, people that might be shy and experienced that don't know how their bodies work in a sexual way. Um, help people with healthy porn use. Yes. Scar remediation. Oh, so um, it's like after a C-section and stuff like that too, totally. right? Totally. Or anything that, that there's been tears down. Because you've got to work all that scar tissue out after a C-section. It's also how you get rid of the little bump that you get so you don't have a speed bump. That's exactly right. As soon as those stitches are healed, you start rubbing it every day with like, um, I used, what did I use? I used this amazing body oil by this girl now in Wellington and it's called, uh, the brand's called Made by Samoan and you can buy it online and it's amazing. And that's wow. what I use. Otherwise, people use like bio oil or castor oil. Well, and, castor oil is yeah. what I've just been trained in yeah. to work because it's just got the most amazing things, healing things in it um, and can work on scars that are like 30 years old. Mm. Like, yeah, so that was, that's been some amazing work. Also, can I recommend collagen? Because yes. my scar's pretty much all gone now since I had um, I've been taking collagen for like a year. Collagen is yeah. a huge part of that healing. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, I can teach people how to squirt now. Oh God, yes. no one needs to learn how to do that. So you're teaching people how to piss themselves, <laughs> mate. There's more than just piddle in that squirt. Let me tell you. Mm. Um, masturbation coaching, STI diagnosis, um, orientation exploration. If people are a little bit unsure of what they like sexually in terms mm. of genders, oh yeah, things like that. Um, or if they're having trouble coming to terms with what with they are or what cool. they identify as. Um, troublesome turn-ons. Mm. Um, learning how to d- delay ejaculation. I don't know why I said mm, after mm. troublesome. I didn't know what to say after that. Um, integration of post-trauma. So not really working with someone who's still sitting with trauma, yeah. but someone who's had post-trauma and then wanting to reintegrate different yeah. things in. Cool. Um, intimacy skills, um, navigating apps like Tinder and Bumble and stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. we've learned a lot of psychology around the the back wow back, that's can we talk about that can we talk about that next week because mm. I reckon that is a super interesting topic to touch on let's get into the digital stuff next week because yeah. I reckon that is a really important thing to talk about because it's the most common way that people are dating now yeah for sure that's a great uh, that's a great idea Sharon yeah but no Sharon I would really like work. to I have so many questions about that because that wasn't around when I was dating mm. but I wasn't really dating I was just stalking Bryce to yeah, be fair you're a creep so before we go we always finish on a sex tip and what's your sex tip this week more um, I guess this relates a little bit back to my world right now, which is just to change up something that's currently going on. Mm-hmm. So try something new, something nice and easy. Change the location of where you would normally get jiggy. With oh, it. so if you usually do it in your bed, maybe do it on the couch, yep. in the kitchen, in the bed upstairs. Yes, mm. exactly. In the bathroom. Um, uh, my personal favorite, the balcony, because there's like chance of maybe being seen. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, um, you could go to the extreme and do it in the car 
like out in the world. Oh, the I can't. I could never. Be careful. The one time I've tried to have sex in a car was with like an ex-boyfriend, mm. and uh, he had like a big sub in his car, <laughs> and um, we'd put like the seats down, and um, <laughs> I got electrocuted by the <laughs> by the sound system. <laughs> What? Not, not, not real bad, but it was just like, it was enough to be like, okay, nothing. It was like, ah! And he's like, Jesus, what happened? I was like, this is done. We're not doing this anymore. This is a hazard. This is a hazard. And so we had to, we had to like go back to the house. It was really bad. So just be careful if you're doing it in the car. Mum, Dad, I've been electrocuted. In the butt. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, so change up the location. I love that. And next week we're going to cover some amazing topics, including one that will help a lot of people right now that are dating online. Yeah, we'll talk about the apps, the um, good way to navigate it, safety, and some hot tips around it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to The Trainee Sexologist this week. We will catch you again next week. Stay safe out there, guys. <laughs> Bye. If there ain't got a rubber, there'll be no hubba hubba. <laughs> oh, my God. Jono has brought his kids in and we're wearing oh our bras. Oh, my God. Next week on The Trainee Sexologist. Get my vulva in places it's never been. We're going to get involved. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Let's that one simmer, bitches. The orgy. Little bit of finger boys. Boom, boom, boom. What's that face for? I purchased my first. What? Sex toy. <gasps> get out of town. Yes, I did. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. The Trainee Sexologist.